Hello, my name is Jillian. My name is Yolanda, and welcome to The Pemberley Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Costume Theater, where we're playing the Regency Play Your Own Adventure game, Choose Your Own Adventure game, The Ladies' Choice. Previously on The Ladies' Choice, we were walking through the park. Us as Desdemona Potter, mm-hmm. alongside Ames, Mr. Amesbury, Ooh. we had the most romantic walk in the park ever. We talked about our feelings the whole time, and he was engaged in our in what we had to say. Yeah, and he was so attentive, and he held us. Oh, that's right, I forgot about that. Yeah, it was so epic. Yes, and then like he just like was like, "All right, let's keep walking." <laughs> <And we're> like, <laughs> keep okay. it moving. Yeah. Leave room um, for Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So we are headed to the assembly rooms where Probably we are going party. to reunite with our friend Arabella. I put friend in yes, quotation in marks because I'm we're, over Arabella. We're still in quotes with her and uh, with her boo. Foxley. Uh, Colonel Foxley. Who is useless yes. in any given scenario. So here we go. Continuing on with the lady's choice. The assembly rooms are as busy as expected, if not more so. After arriving, Amesbury leads me into the main room, where we are greeted by the heat and noise of the gathered crowd. Here we are, Mr. Amesbury. Ah, I believe that is Lady Ashbourne over there. Arabella. We don't have to go say hi. <laughs> no, I'd be like, oh really? Let's go into the next yeah. room. <laughs> He gestures to one of the tables to the side where Arabella and the colonel have managed to find a space. She gives a cheerful wave as we approach. I bet she does. Arabella. Ah, Desdemona, you eventually join us. Wow. What does she mean by that? Eventually. You eventually. Is she calling attention to the fact that we have been strolling for a long time with Amesbury? Um, I think she's... I didn't realize that we were supposed to meet you here at the same time. We're kind of like not dependent on your schedule, Goodness. Arabella. Uh, and you found Mr. Amesbury. How wonderful. Please sit, both of you. We do as she says, taking a place beside each other on the uncomfortable wooden seats. Great, no, it's not great all that's uncomfortable. Uh, though barely do we manage to take our seats, then an excited voice calls to us. Miss Witter rushes up to our table, almost wobbling as she comes to a stop. That means she's drunk. This is the girl who, like, introduced us to Yeah, and we were like, this child introduced herself to us without being introduced by someone else. Oh, right, yeah. Miss Witter. Oh, Lady Ashbourne, Miss Potter, is it quite true? Her words are barely audible between panted breaths. Arabella. Is what true? Miss Witters, that you were stopped by the society swindler? Her voice lengthens and becomes almost breathless as she says the masked man's title. I notice Colonel Foxley does not seem to appreciate the girl's (laughs) obvious enthusiasm. Yeah, he's scowling. Ooh, Ooh. choices. We did indeed, and he's far more interesting than most in town. We did, but we shouldn't speak of such a thing. Or we did, and what a tale it makes. Do we want to make Amesbury jealous and be like, he is far more interesting than anyone in this show? I'm so down for making Amesbury jealous. Anything to get him to fess up. Yeah. Desdemona. We did indeed. I shuffle a little closer to her, the girl eager to continue the conversation. Like, back up, back up for a second. (laughs) Desdemona. 
and he's far more interesting than most in town this season. She bursts into a laugh, which gains us a few annoyed glares from those around. Miss Witter, but you must tell me something more. Arabella rolls her eyes, but I can see she is eager to participate in this line of conversation. Arabella, well, he demanded Desdemona's gloves as payment. Miss Witters, he did? Oh my, you must have been so frightened, Miss Potter. I have to glance away, any fear I had felt on my encounter with the swindler having long ago melted to the confusion and the lingering memory of his gentle touch. We're blushing. We are blushing. We're into him, Desdemona. Well, I... My words are cut short by the sound of a door snapping shut and a pair of heavy footsteps echoing in the following shocked silence. Mr. Tinder. What? You there! Mr. Tinder? Mr. Tinder, you there! The shout reverberates around the hall, everyone's silent focus trained on Mr. Tinder as he marches toward Mr. Ofsten. Mr. Tinder, you are wearing my hat! Ugh, this again. Yeah, it's Mr. This. Amesbury. Ah, what an enjoyably familiar scene this is becoming. Wait, are these the two old men who are like having it out in the park? I think it's two different old men who are complaining about another item that has been stolen and regifted. <laughs> Lovely. Amesbury gives a quiet chuckle whilst the rest of us watch in surprise. Look, he's got a huge grin on yeah. his face. He's so smug. Mr. Tinder approaches Mr. Ofsten, who shrinks back a little, but still attempts to look unaffected. Mr. Tinder, yes, yes, that's definitely my hat. Mr. Ofsten, you are mistaken, Tinder. Maybe your fondness for sherry over tea is finally affecting you. Ooh. He's getting called an alcoholic. The slight makes Tinder fumble on his words with anger. Mr. Ofsten, now move along, man. You are spoiling the afternoon's pleasantries. Mr. Tinder, I shall do no such thing until my property is returned to me. It was taken by that damned swindler, and I will have it back. Okay, well, if you know it was taken by the swindler, don't get so angry yeah. at the guy who's wearing it. Like... If you know that he didn't steal it, then you should just like privately approach him and say, did you get that in the mail? I'm pretty sure you did, because that's mine. <laughs> Arabella, oh dear me. We all give a small gasp as Mr. Tinder reaches to snatch the top hat from Mr. Austin's head. What? Rude. Except Amesbury, I notice, who only chuckles again. Look at his smug face. The two men continue to shuffle, and we can only watch on in confused shock. Colonel Foxley. I will put an end to this. Oh, he does something useful. I'm not used to this. Mr. Amesbury. Yes, I suppose we can't let it continue, though I doubt either will harm the other just flapping their arms about like that. He throws me a smile before following Foxley toward the two men to break up the spat. Miss Witter. Oh, how exciting. But the gentlemen barely make it two steps before someone else moves in from the entryway and comes between the two men. Who's this guy? Question mark. Enough now, gentlemen. You shall surely send the ladies into a swoon. I do not believe either of you should wish to be the cause of a woman's distress. He stands proud against the ire of the men, his voice deep and his words spoken with great authority. This guy looks real intense, by the way. I know. I'm kind of intimidated. He looks really important and intense. You should see his sideburns. The two men glance at each other before giving resigned nods. Question mark. Very well, I'm sure your dispute can be further discussed in a private setting. Thank you. 
And with barely more than a few sentences, the man diffuses the angered scene. He pats the men on the shoulder, a subtle indication for all of them to move to a quieter corner of the room. The chattering once again floods the room, most conversations unsurprisingly having turned to <laughs> what just occurred. Miss Witter, who was that stranger? Yeah, he came out of nowhere. And I know, I don't like rec- left again. His name is question marks. He's brand new. Arabella throws me a resigned look, both of us realizing the swindler has quickly been put out of Miss Witter's mind. Arabella, I don't know, I've never seen him in town before. Miss Witter, he is most dashing, is he not? Arabella, I believe there are few who could deny that. Oh, so she's saying someone other than her boyfriend is cute. Miss Witter, I'm sure my aunt will know who he is. I shall do my utmost to find out. You go and report back. <laughs> yeah, you let us know when you know. And before either of us can say our goodbye, Miss Witter scuttles away through the crowd. Arabella, ah, oh, I barely remember what it was like to be so young and excited by the world. Desdemona, Miss Witter certainly seems to have an abundance of enthusiasm. I'm sure she'd be most pleased to share it with you. Arabella, I fear even as I could not contain such exuberance as hers. Our jesting is broken by the return of Amesbury and the Colonel, along with someone new. Mr. Amesbury, Miss Potter, Lady Ashbourne, I hope you will allow me to introduce my oldest friend, Mr. Montfort. It's him! Ah! It's the mystery guy. Yeah. I glance up at Mr. Montfort, the man towering above us as we remain seated at the table. He has such intense eyes. Yeah. His gaze passes over us before he dips into an elegant bow. He seems like an elegant bower. Yes. Mr. Montfort, a delight to meet you both. He straightens himself back up, a polite smile now on his face. Mr. Montfort, I do hope my interference in the earlier dispute did not make a bad impression. Not at all. Ooh, choices. choices. Do we say, it was most gallant of you to step in, or quite the opposite, in fact, or maybe letting them come to blows would have knocked some sense into them, or not at all. I don't like any of these responses. Do we say it was most gallant of you to step in? I like that because I think it might make Amesbury jealous. We're trying to get the truth out of Amesbury. Yes, quick, quickly. All right. Desdemona. It was most gallant of you to step in, Mr. Montfort. Desdemona. I do not see how such an act could have ever be considered bad. His focus shifts to me, and I realize he is inspecting me closely for a long moment. Is he in us? He's checking us out. I'm unsure what the outcome of his assessment is, as he only smiles again. Mr. Montfort, I am flattered you think so, Miss Potter. Mr. Amesbury, but this is a surprise, Pierce. He's like, oh, I'm here too, by the way. (laughs) By the way. I'm the society swindler. (laughs) Mr. Amesbury, I thought you couldn't make it this year. Mr. Montfort, business in the country was cut short, so I thought I could, I would join you. Business doing what? I feared you would grow lonely in town, your views on society not gaining you many friends. Mm-hmm. And yet here I see you have joined quite the ami- amiable group. He's such a complimenter. Yeah. Mr. Amesbury, indeed, I have been most fortunate in my company this season. He nods to the group, and I swallow down a blush as his gaze lingers on me. (gasps) So many men are interested in us. We're popular. Colonel Foxley, I will find you a chair, Mr. Montfort, and you must join us. 
Mr. Montfort. Thank you, Colonel. I would be most grateful. And with that, the group of us settled down to enjoy an even more delightful afternoon than the one we spent at the picnic. Ooh! We're so fun. As the hours dwindle, we finally leave the assembly rooms to head home. We decide to pass through the park. We know this park. Oh, boy. <laughs> Enjoying the lingering heat of the sun before evening settles. I'm going to encounter somebody dangerous. Ara Arabella and the colonel walk on ahead, as, a, as is becoming their custom, yep. whilst Amesbury, Montfort, and I linger behind. Mr. Amesbury happily recounts the tales of his childhood spent with Mr. Montfort, while Mr. Montfort assures me that he is nothing like he was as a boisterous youth. Ooh, he's a troublemaker. Mr. Amesbury, oh come now, Pierce, there must be a little bit of rascality left in you. Mr. Montfort, I fear my mother would go into hysterics should she ever think as much. Ooh. He cares about what his mom thinks. What a respectable young man. What a gentleman. Mr. Amesbury, agree. Desdemona, do you have a house in town, Mr. Montfort? Mr. Montfort, my family does. He's rich. Mr. Amesbury. Oh, nonsense, man. The manor is far too large for you to rattle about in alone. And he's mm. single. Mr. Amesbury, you should stay with me. Mr. Montfort gives a resigned sigh at his friend's suggestion. It seems only so as he can attempt to hide his smile. He's not really smiling. No, he's, he's like actually, grimacing. He's like, yeah, he's like, Ugh, I don't, I don't like you. this guy. <laughs> Mr. Montfort, you would unlikely let me hear the end of it if I do not. So, yes, I shall move my belongings over. That's hilarious. Mr. Amesbury, it will be just like when we attended college. <laughs> Mr. Montfort, oh, I do hope not. Jeez, what did they do? <laughs> Crazy time. I cannot stifle my laugh as I watch the two interact with such ease. It reminds me so much of my own close relationship with Arabella. I respectfully disagree. Arabella. Disagree. What close relationship Arabella with Arabella? Arabella is a trash friend. And she, she treats us like trash. She us the worst. And she ditches us for her boyfriend <laughs> constantly. And she doesn't tell us her secrets. And she uses us to get attention from the other girls. And I'm just over her. Anyway, proceed. Desdemona. And where are your lodgings, Mr. Amesbury? Oh, we don't know where he lives. That's Ooh. right. Mr. Amesbury. My family owns one of the townhouses on the Crescent. That's where the assembly rooms are. Ooh. Oh, look who decided to reappear at the words Crescent. Yeah. Arabella. The Royal Crescent? Ooh. Arabella's sudden halt in question makes us all flinch. Amesbury recovers from his surprise, smiling broadly at her. Ooh. Mr. Amesbury. Yes, we have had it for a few years. It's richer than your boyfriend. <laughs> Arabella. Oh, I have always longed to attend one of the gatherings in a house on the Crescent. Have you? I hear they are most splendid. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Super fair. Mr. Amesbury. Then I cannot disappoint. Yes, you can. Disappoint her. Yeah, not us. I shall hold a select gathering in the middle of the season at my house. Hmm. One that shall congratulate all who have made it so far without being overcome by the tedium of society. Mr. Montfort, you should not joke about such things, Lawrence. Did we? Forgot his name was I Lawrence. I forgot our first name, or his first name. I didn't know. 
Mr. Amesbury, the gathering or the boredom. Ooh, he's funny. <laughs> Mr. Montfort, neither. If you wish to uphold your family's good reputation. Oh snap! Snap! Arabella clasps her hands together in excitement, ignoring the men's continual banter. Arabella, then I shall hold you to your word, Mr. Amesbury. She's a Lydia. She's a Lydia. <laughs> Mr. We Amesbury, both said it. why do we not discuss details? Arabella gives an eager nod and moves back toward the colonel, ready to talk further on the matter. Where is he? Where's the colonel? Where's he? He's been just like walking, time? like, wait, where's Arabella? Like, yeah. where, like, where'd she go? Before he moves away, I clasp his arm, so he glances back at me. Ooh, Ooh. what a bold move. Do we say, I am looking forward to it myself? Or, you shouldn't do this just for her benefit. I don't like that. Or, don't let her decide all of the arrangements for you. Oh, I kind of mm. feel like that needs to be said. Yeah. Or, you are most kind to do this. Now that's too, like, I'm eh. I'm torn between I'm wanting to just say I'm looking forward to it myself. Between being like, this sounds or, great, but also being like, don't let my best friend walk all over you. Let's like, do didn't... that. Let's do that one. Don't let her decide. Desdemona, don't let her to decide upon all the arrangements for you. She is most skilled at getting her way without you realizing. Mm. He steps closer and leans in, his warm breath beside my ear, sending a shiver coursing through me. Shiver. Mr. Amesbury, I care little. <laughs> I care little for details. Only the company that will be be attending. Ooh. I like that he kind of leans in. He's like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Such sweet nothings. Yeah. His half-lidded gaze holds mine for a long moment, and I almost falter beneath the close attention. Oh my gosh. Mr. Amesbury. His friend is, like, right there. Yeah. <laughs> also, just yeah. like a heads up. I shall leave you in Pierce's amiable company whilst I speak with your friend. Ooh, what are we gonna get on him? What kind of dirt? There's a minute left. He gives a final nod of his head before speeding his steps to catch up with Arabella and the colonel ahead. Mr. Montfort. He has changed a little. Mr. Montfort gives a light laugh before turning to face me. Ooh, he got, he got a lot closer. closer. Mr. Montfort. I hope my conversations shall suffice in the meantime, Miss Potter. He offers his arm toward me, and I take it with a grateful smile. What a gentleman. It feels odd to place my fingers gently against his arm, and I almost blush to realize how accustomed to Mr. Amesbury's touch I have become. We walk on a few paces behind the others, watching as Arabella and Amesbury talk in an animated fashion. Desdemona, do you come to town every year, Mr. Montfort? Mr. Montfort, not every year, unfortunately, but I attend when I'm able. Desdemona, do you come by choice or by duty, as Mr. Amesbury does? Mr. Montfort. Unlike my friend, I most enjoy the company of society and its people. I mean, he's so Extrovert, good at it. what a social butterfly. I know. My brows curve at his reply. Mr. Montfort, that surprises you? Desdemona, indeed it does. I have expected you to hold the same views as Mr. Amesbury, seeing as you are such keen friends. But he's so good with people. Yeah. Mr. Montfort. We do make strange companions, but I find that is what keeps the friendship fresh. Mm. Such different views can keep us awake at all hours as we try to convince the other of the merits of one thing or another. That's a lot of words to say, like, you know, people are different. <laughs> <laughs> we are nearly always at opposition on most topics. And what of you, Miss Potter? Seems those around town aren't sure what to make of you. That's right, people talk about us. 
and we'll leave on that cliffhanger. Dun, dun, dun. Of what are we gonna say to Mr. Montfort, this new guy in town? Yeah, is he the society swindler? No. Is Mr. Amesbury the society swindler? Yes. <laughs> Tune in next time on Costume Theater to find out on the, the ladies. <laughs> The ladies' choice. I was gonna say the Pemberley podcast. One, one, two, three. The, the ladies' choice. choice. That wraps it up for this episode. Check out our social media. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at the Pemberley. We're on Facebook at facebook.com/slash the Pemberley. And if you'd like to talk to us directly or have any questions, email us at thepemberleypodcast at gmail.com. And to support the podcast, donate to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash thepemberley, or leave us a review on iTunes. That helps other people to find this podcast. You can find links to all of these pages on our WordPress page, thepemberleypodcast.wordpress.com, where we also include links to anything we mentioned on the show. Thanks again for listening. Bye! Bye.